Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Night of the Living Geek. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Tornado Tag Radio. My name is John and joining me as always is my tag team partner Kyle. Kyle, how are you? What's going on everybody? How's everybody doing right now? I know there's a lot of people in the room besides me and John. <laughs> Everyone's doing fine, I guess. Thanks. Okay, good. Sky by the door, good job. So we actually have a lot to talk about today. Not well, saying that we don't usually yeah, have a lot Yeah, this is going to be... A humdinger! Yeah, it's going to be pretty uh, pretty crazy. So first of all, last Friday... Well, first of all, everyone, Kyle and I are going to WrestleMania. We're going to Mania, everybody! It's happening. It's a happening. So Woo! we're pretty excited about first that. First Mania for us, so we're yes. super stoked. Yes. And it's in our hometown. How about that? Yeah. No travel at all. That's great. Except down the street. Yeah. So, Kyle, you attended the WrestleMania party. The WrestleMania pre-party. They had tickets on sale there. It was really fun. It was my first time being at Levi's Stadium, actually. I haven't been to a Niner game this season, so or for anything else for for that matter. And uh, it was really fun. Uh, We got there. There's probably at least a couple thousand fans there, if not more. It was really cool. Daniel Bryan was there. Booker T was there. Hulk was there, of course. He was in the VIP section. I missed him. I came a little late as there's some traffic, and I just yeah. missed him. But I kind of figured there would be done that way. Tyler Breeze, Charlotte, who me and my girlfriend got, Jennifer got a picture with. That was really cool. Yes. That was fun. They were really cool. And autographs. Autographs as well <laughs> that are now in the fridge. They were cool. I was, I told uh, I talked to Tyler Breeze for a second. I was like, "NXT is my favorite show. I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited for it all the time." He's like, "Thanks, mine too." <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was funny. It was a good time. Levi's is great. I saw where we're going to be sitting. It's going to be fucking badass. So where are we? Where are we? If we were at a 49er game, we would be sitting about the 40 or 50 yard line. Holy hell! Yeah. So those are uh, not too shabby. Pretty good seats there. Yeah, they pretty good. Yeah, so I'm excited. <laughs> um, we'll be able to order food to our seats, and oh. so when the divas match is going on, we don't have to go get well, food. We can. T- we'll see. <laughs> uh, It'll come. Shit, whatever us. shit matches there. There we go. There will. There's bound to be one, and we'll get into a lot of shit that's been <clears> um, going on. But we are excited for WrestleMania. But yeah, it was sure. it was a great time. It was a great time. Cool. So let us get to Raw. Raw happened. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so I, I got think a this couple... is where you wanted to tee off. You oh. wanted to John Daly this shit. Oh, uh, oh, oh my God. boy. So first of all, <laughs> Raw was hosted by fucking Grumpy Cat. Or as Michael Cole called him, Grumpy or her, excuse me. Yeah. Called her Grumpy the Cat. <laughs> Good God, how out of touch are you that you can't read? It says (laughs) Vince was probably like, God damn it, it's Grumpy Cat. No, Vince probably told him to say Grumpy the Cat. He probably did. That's probably what Vince thought the name was. It was Grumpy the Cat. And Why would you say Grumpy Cat? That makes no sense. You have to be Grumpy the Cat. He is a cat. (laughs) Whatever the fuck it is. Uh, I must say... And I can't remember who said this online. Somebody said it online, but it does. It does. It rings very true. Who does WWE think that ten-year-olds have bank accounts and credit cards and can buy all this shit that they're promoting all? Yeah. The time? Well, no. Just saying, like, oh, we have Grumpy Cat. Like, I don't fucking care. 
I know a lot of people don't fucking people who who can actually go like I want to buy your network and want yeah. you know yeah. like little kids can't buy the network they don't have credit cards they can't buy seats to go to shows <laughs> yeah and parents are like this is stupid shit it's all what the parents want or older people want so stop fucking and kids aren't watching raw probably past nine o'clock no either. stop giving me this fucking grumpy cat bullshit and then speaking of that next fucking week. We get get her done. We get fucking Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. You know, uh, God damn it. The funny thing about Grumpy Cat or Grumpy the Cat. I'm sorry, Grumpy the Cat. Grumpy the Cat. Um, was was during this one of the segments with Miz and Sandow. He was the cat was falling asleep. The cat was falling asleep all the time. <laughs> Even the, the cat knew like, fuck, this raw is bad. Why'd they invite me? Fuck, couldn't they have given this? This is the go home show, by the way, people. The yeah. show, which me, which means everything gets wrapped up and then we go straight into a pay per view and it's awesome. Yep. But we got fucking Grumpy Cat. The last three Raw go-homes have been fucking terrible. Yeah. It just doesn't make me want to... to buy a pay-per-view anymore. No. Well, I mean, it, you know, we're paying for the network, so it doesn't really seem like we're... it's We're get, paying that much for a pay-per-view. Yeah. But it's still fucking good god-awful. Yeah. Speaking of... There's one to two shining moments in this Raw. The first one being the Ziggler-Luke Harper match... Where we saw Big Rig Brody Lee win his first major title in WWE. Yeah, Luke Harper, the inter the new Intercontinental Champion, and I personally think this is fucking awesome because Brody Lee is a fucking beast. He can wrestle, and if they actually give him the title and they let him defend it against people like fucking cesaro oh my god that'd be so sick they had sick matches back in chikara when they were both there he could continue his feud with ziggler just with anybody i yeah. think he can he can carry a match and he's awesome i mean obviously obviously they don't let him talk as much but i'm sure they'll let him venture out a little more yeah i mean um i like it it was kind of weird how he got it yeah to be honest it was very lame it didn't do him any good, I don't think, besides maybe just get people to hate him. If that's yeah. what they wanted to do, then I guess that probably worked. But um, it's going to be an interesting title reign and how long and yeah. what and how and why and all that stuff is going to happen. We'll see. Hopefully they actually let him run with it instead of... Because it seems like these middle titles are just... They don't give a fuck. They don't fucking care, yeah. But... Let's be honest. We they don't know. give a fuck. No, they don't care. But we know that Luke Harper can wrestle, and that's usually who gets the Intercontinental t- Championship is the person who can work real good. Yeah. And Big Rig can do that for sure. So I'm pretty excited about that. Something I'm not excited for, which will probably end up being a Survivor Series match, um, which if it was at WrestleMania, that's when we would have food delivered to us, is Adam Rose and the fucking bunny who was like fucking him in the ring and then fucking on the stage. And Aaron's like, this bunny's hilarious. Um, the shit is awful, dude. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> Adam Rose. I feel bad look, for him. Ch- look, children, it's a falling star. Make a wish, okay? Because his days are numbered. Well, <sighs> Yeah, I I agree. I mean, he you know he was doing the whole Leo Kruger thing down in NXT. I think they might August... bring that back. No fucking did way. Did you did you hear my my little uh, prediction? My little thing. Let Bray Wyatt get a hold of him. Be like, all these people are laughing at you. I would never laugh at you. You're my friend. Blah blah blah. And get in his fucking head and turn him into fucking Leo Kruger. Wow. I just really want Bray Wyatt to be like. That's pretty Attitude good. Attitude Era um, Undertaker. Undertaker. Where, Ministry? You know, yes. I want him to be like that. Not where that he would has be like cool. a million people with him. Yeah. But where he... Because he did that with Midian, right? He took... He fucking acolytes. possessed him. And the Acolytes. And then like Viscera and shit like that. And he took characters and like revamped them. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be cool. I'd be fine with that. And they'd probably save some money not paying all those fucking extras to jump Yeah, around. I think they're ready to... Shit can that pretty soon, I think. But yeah, that's going to be shit, and I have a feeling 
That's what we're going to see. That's going to be a match on fucking Survivor Series. Adam Rose versus the goddamn bunny. I don't bunny. give a fuck about this bunny. And the I fact that the bunny is more over than fucking Adam Rose is is frightening and sad. It's terrible. Uh, another thing that was good on Raw was the Ryback versus Cesaro match. Yeah. Speaking of Cesaro. Um, I've you said yeah we I was saying I think that's the best match I've ever seen Ryback have and I agree with you yeah uh, Cesaro once again proving that he's a good worker can have a good match with uh, anybody with anybody and yeah that was a good match I mean besides maybe like some of it I mean I don't remember any of his punks with or his matches with Punk being like anything special I don't either but then again I don't think I was buying those pay per views yeah. Just because I was like, they're, I don't oh, want to see Ryback yeah. in a main event spot already. I just thought it was weird. So yeah. maybe that's what what that was all about. But then we get the ending with the, the biggest contract. As soon as I saw, we're getting a contract signing. God damn it. They don't have <laughs> anything else to do. This is so bad. But you know what? Two, oh, and throughout the night, the authorities kicking the shit out of... Uh, all of the people that are on Team Cena. And, yeah. I, and I have a glaring thing that I want to talk about after we talk about this, about members of teams. So Cena comes out by himself. I thought that was cool. He's like, I'm going to beat you if I have to beat you by myself. I thought that was cool. Um, and then, you know, members of Cena's team come out. And then Eric Rowan comes out. Yeah, out of nowhere. That was fucking and he's, stupid. Eric he's all of a stupid. sudden, all of a sudden, he's talking. He's like pointing at uh, Luke Harper and like he's mouthing complete sentences. So now all of a sudden, Eric Rowan is like can talk like a normal person. So that makes absolutely no fucking sense. Uh, and then who's yeah. the only other replacement on that team? It was Ryback, right? Yeah, Ryback came out and he's on team. Cena now. So now the one stupid thing actually first of all, could this be the worst Survivor series ever? Ho oh, Wow. It could be. Do you want me to run down the card for you so far? Yeah. So we have Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt, which That's the only thing I'm looking forward to. Should be good. We have a um Quote unquote. Even though the build up to that fucking Dean Bray Wyatt match was fucking shitty too. Yeah, it was pretty. It's been like pretty. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty meh. So uh, we have a Divas elimination match, which is Alicia Fox, Natty, Naomi, and Emma. Okay. I guess that makes no sense. But you know what? At least Emma's in there. Yeah. Uh, versus Paige, Cameron, Summer Rae, and Layla. All right. Okay. <laughs> I I guess. Let's just have a Divas Survivor Series match. Yeah, but because... they, always, they always fucking do that, though. They're like, oh, let's put all the Divas on there. You should have you had Total Divas versus non-Divas. Why didn't you? You could have done a storyline with that. Oh, my God. There you go. That would have been interesting. So then you have AJ versus Nikki for the uh, women's title or the Divas title. And... Rumor has it that this might be AJ's last match. Really? Yeah. Ole, ole the, AJ Brooks. They did, uh, they set up her website and yeah. stuff like that. So, I mean, something might be imminent. I wonder if she's going to go the Nerdist route and try to do stuff with him. I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt it for a second. And you know what? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, Okay. You guys are doing stuff. You're doing stuff you like. You're not at a company that you hate, or at least one of you hate. Whatever. Don't care. That's fine. After her, after uh, Punk and AJ get a divorce, she'll be back wrestling again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> shit. I mean, this is Hollywood, folks. Let's face it. It's yes. Hollywood bullshit. It's Hollywood bullshit. Hollywood wrestling bullshit. So the, the, the other match on this card is Goldust and Stardust versus The Usos versus Los Matadors versus... Miz and Miz Dow for the tag team titles, and I, th- I think it's an elimination match. Yeah, it is. That's kind of um, cool. That should be the tag teams in it. Kind of suck. Let's be honest. Yeah. Besides Gold and Stardust, are the Usos in it? Usos, yeah. Yeah. So those two are the only two. And then most Matadors, <clears throat> Miz and Sandow are cool, but I mean, if they could, they're try- not a tag. They're team. not a tag team. If they try to make them a tag team and make it work, that could be cool. Yes. 
And then the main event is Team Cena versus Team Authority. And I don't know, I think we spoke about this. So the stipulation is if Team Authority loses the actual authority of Trips and Steph Steph, they are out of power. But if Team Cena loses, this is an added stipulation, folks. Follow along. They're all fired. So way to make your main event the most predictable thing ever. Yeah. Now, the only way this could not be predictable is if everyone on Team Cena, except for Cena, goes, I don't want to get fired. I don't want to get fired. And they all turn on him. But then you'd have 8 million heels. True. Um, that's the only way it would, that would be shocking and interesting, but I don't think they do that, but let's count the number of matches here. One, two, three, four, five matches. One's a pre-show. And Fandango, the new and improved Fandango. With Rosa. With Rosa Mendez is on the fucking pre-show. You have five matches. That means the Survivor Series match is going to be one hour long. Oh, my God. I guarantee you that shit's going to be a fucking hour long. Jesus. That's going to be... 45 minutes to an hour long. Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus. Roddy Piper in here, Roddy Piper, baby Jesus. (laughs) That's fucking... uh, Well, and then we'll get sixth with Adam Rose versus the Bunny, because that shit's going to happen. So you're trying to sell... Your network. Yeah. And you give away an entire month of your network for free. You do the ECW week. You do all this cool shit. And you go, and you get Survivor Series for free. This is what you'll get for nine ninety nine when you pay for our network. And they give us this bullshit fucking taped together horrible pay-per-view. I, I, yeah. It the, is pretty garbaggio and you know sometimes when we go like oh this paper is going to be horrible but if you look at it you go it could be good this one i look at it and go this is not going to be this is not going to be good i'm yeah the stipulation thing is fucking dumb you know we always talk about we're it sucks because we were so excited like three weeks ago we were fucking pumped yeah we're like this is gonna be great this Mm -hmm. is a great idea they're bringing back they only did one survivor series match which i mean two i guess was a divas but just i just the the teams they put together were dumb yes dumb very stupid especially when you have uh, you have, um, oh boy, you have Rusev and Mark Henry on the same team who they were just fighting each other two weeks ago or like four weeks ago. And all of a sudden they're on the same team and they're marching down to the ring together. Um, and the other thing, you know what else is fucking so WWE bullshit logic. Jack Swagger is out and can't be on Team Cena, but he wrestled on fucking main event last night. <laughs> what the fuck is that? He wrestled the main event on main event. They did that because they know they can get away with it because nobody watches main event. What the fuck is that? Yeah. That's just lazy. Yeah. That's fucking lazy. And I you know what? I'd rather see him on this team than Rowan. Even though Rowan's kind of interesting because you have the whole no, I I, I agree. I'd Jack rather Swagger. see. I'd Rowan, rather see. Why is Rowan a face too? I don't. Why understand. is he a good guy? I don't. I do not understand this at all. I did like the Cesaro tease though. That was funny. Yeah. When Cesaro came out and he's like, "I'll be on your team," and he's like, "Fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was pretty funny. But overall, Raw was pretty bad, and Survivor Series looks, whew, looks really bad. Yeah, I mean, we'll see this Sunday. I mean, we'll, I'm hoping. Oh, we'll for, see. Hopefully it's good. Fingers crossed, people. So uh, the WWE Network has incorporated a watch list function. This is new. This just came yeah, out Yeah, this is cool. Uh, you can add any episode or series quickly and access it through the My Account tab. Now, while this is cool, it, WWE, I know that you have wiretapped our apartment. You've <laughs> stolen many ideas from Kyle and myself. True. Here's another free one. Have a playlist. So not and if you want to limit it to having wrestlers make playlists, do that. That would be awesome. So it's almost like a Spotify thing like yeah. you pick matches and you make a playlist and you, and it's like John Cena's favorite 
Attitude Era, era matches. Yeah. Boom. And I can click and see all of John Cena's favorite Attitude Era matches or all of his favorite NWA matches. Or I could see fucking AJ's favorite 80s women's matches or some shit like yeah. that. Just do that. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah. And then, like, have have it at some point to where you and I could create our own. And then we could tell our friend, hey, just go subscribe to our match thing and then yep. do it that way. I think that would be really, really cool. They should do something like that. And make it so you have to maybe not do it through your TV. Maybe because it might be harder that way to like type everything and put it in. Mm-hmm. Make it so you have to go to like the website and do it or something. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, playlist. Make a playlist thing for us. That would be great. Good idea. Really, really, I like that really a lot. Cool. I don't know how they do it, but I'm sure the technology exists. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what they add over the next year or two. Yes, hopefully more features like that. So, in preparation for disappointment uh, for Grumpy the Cat and Monday Night Raw, you and I watched Pro Wrestling Gorilla's BOLA, Battle of L.A. Yeah, one. finally got to it. It took us a little while, but, but this shit, we got PWG is just the shit. And if you only get three independent wrestling DVDs this year, just get all three nights of Battle of L.A. BOLA. It's a three-night tournament. Actually, it's usually a two-night, but they turned it into a three-night this year because there were so many people they wanted to get. And we'll actually get to some of these people in our... Is it coming up next? Oh, it's not coming up next. We're getting there. (laughs) We're getting there, people. So I thought it was a pretty good first night. Um, I really enjoyed the... The Gulak Kyle O'Reilly match. Yes, that was probably, more than I thought I would. Me too. We always talk about this. I'm not a huge Kyle O'Reilly guy myself. Right, but he's a uh, great wrestler. Oh yeah, he can definitely wrestle. Um, they Drew Gulak a, really impressed me. I thought they had a fantastic match. Yeah, I've seen him Gulak wrestle a couple times. He actually wrestled Colt on National Pro Wrestling Day. Yeah, I think we watched that. It was like yeah. a two out of three falls thing. So I've seen him. He's He's like a CZW guy, so he's pretty cool. Uh, that was a great match. I also thought the six-man tag match was great. It yeah. was um, Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega, Zack Sabre Jr., and Chuck Taylor. Fantastic match. Yeah, that match was really fun. Um, I've seen limited stuff of Kenny Omega, who just started wrestling in New Japan. Yeah. So he's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. Um, but his finish is fucking nuts. Yeah. He does the Hadouken as well, which is awesome. Yeah. He's just a cool, the, that whole match was really, really fun and very good. I'm trying to see what else. Um, that Biff Busick, Roderick Strong match was pretty good too. Yeah. I mean, overall, just PWG always stacks a really good, solid card. Yes. And yeah, the first night was awesome. I really enjoyed the Cedric Alexander, Trevor Lee match. Yes. And we found out Trevor Lee's only 20 years old. Fucking insane. That kid is, in five years, is just going to be, like, ruling indie wrestling. He looks like a little caveman. He does. But Toomba is his name. Toomba. From PlayStation. (laughs) Minus pink hair. Wow. Throw some pink hair on him, he'll be Toomba. Has anyone ever told you you look like Toomba? (laughs) So, overall, the first night, pretty good. Um, I think we still have some first-rounders for the next one, for night two, which we'll probably end up watching soon, and then we'll report back to you on that as well. But definitely check out BOLA 2014. It's it's pretty good. And actually... Check it out on highspots.com or, or at ProWrestlingGorilla.com. If you go to Pro... I, for, I think I told you this. If you go to ProWrestlingGorilla.com, I can't remember the actual... They have like a promo website... And you can get five of their DVDs for $40, and they have a list of it. And you know what? I'll put up – I'll find the link. I'll put it up. And yeah. then I will also put up – there. somebody put up a – made a graphic for rating of all the events. So it's like uh, user ratings. Oh, so it's nice. like it, It's like good, very good, excellent, and near perfect or something like that. Oh, cool. So it, and it goes all the way back so you can see all that stuff. So I'll put that up in the show notes. And, yeah, it's that's a pretty good deal. And I I think Bola is part of it. 
Nice. Last year's Bola was great too. Yeah, you can pick that up. Though. Just, and just buy a PWG DVD. Yeah, you won't regret it. Support PWG. Kyle, we always say that more wrestling on TV is yeah. best for business. It's what's best for business. And TNA announced today that they got a TV deal with uh, Destination America, which I didn't know what it was. Neither did I. I kind of had a f- I kind of figured it out, but it's uh, apparently a Discovery Communications, which is like Discovery, Discovery Channel. Discovery Channel, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I guess they're starting in January. Yeah, um, good for them. I mean, it did kind of suck that I had to go to the internet and to look it up, see, see what got cha- it, to see what channel was on. Yeah, I don't get the HD version. Which kind of oh, we don't no. Which kind of sucks. Same with El Ray. El Ray, guys, I need your HD on Comcast. All right? We don't have. It looked pretty good. Yeah, but it's not HD. It's not HD. Really? Yeah, I know. Huh? I cannot live in a world in 2014 where I don't have HD. That's true. This is a sad, sad world. Um, so good for you, TNA. Yeah, I mean, I and I think there's gonna be more than just one show on there. Yeah, that's the rumor like. that they were gonna have their regular show. And then, like, another show on top of that. So, two shows. Yeah. That's fine. If you can make them good, then that would be pretty... That would, that would be nice. You know, it's it's hard to say as a teenager because they've been through so many ups and downs. But I really feel like after they did those New York shows in there... They, they have, have another weekend booked there. That, they, I really feel like they have some... They got some energy from there. Yeah. I feel like those tapings were really good. Yes. And they're really putting out aggressive good matches, like an aggressive card for those. So I feel like it's like they take one step forward and then they take like ten steps back. Yeah. And Hopefully then this another... is nine steps forward. Yeah. So we're just back to square one. That would be nice. Maybe I'll just start watching TNA more again when... They get on Discovery. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe they'll change up how things look. Who? I don't know. You think Russo's coming back for sure? Right? Fuck no. What do you think? No fucking way. But I heard- John, I swear to God, I'm coming back. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Kyle, <laughs> but I swear to God <laughs> and my mother, I will work for TNA and Dixie Carter. She is a saint. That was sent to us from the heavens above. I swear to God, <laughs> TNA will rise. <laughs> okay. Pyro Ballyhoo. Pyro Ballyhoo. What up? We haven't talked in a while. Hit us on the Twitter. Kyle, it's main event time. It is. The gloves. It's actually not main event time, but the gloves are coming off. Oh, it's fucking main event time. Because we learned yesterday... Let's set this up for a second. So yeah. I'm a big Chikara fan. And by mm-hmm. big, I mean a huge Chikara fan. Uh-huh. And they had some events this weekend. And Delirious, who has been in a storyline for, I don't know, five years. And actually has tights made that have the date 2014 on them that he only seems to wear at Chikara. Because it's part of the fucking storyline. Didn't show up to his event on Sunday. Seems kind of weird. But it came out yesterday that good old Sinclair Broadcasting, who owns Ring of Honor, has removed all ROH contracted talents from independent appearances. And this includes... Pro Wrestling Gorilla, which we'd mentioned before, and Dreamwave, because yeah. Dreamwave was the people that broke it, and Chikara's been somewhat silent about it. Yeah. Um, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah, you were pretty pissed off about this, and I was. I think it can't come at a worse time, at least for us or just wrestling fans, I guess, in general. But so what? And it's the see the thing is. I like the talent at ROH, obviously. And, oh, yeah, no, they got some guys. And and the independents love the talent at ROH. Yeah. And the thing is, we, we're not really sure who has contracts there, but we know Delirious is, like, the trainer and Booker there, and obviously the Briscoes, and I'm pretty sure Adam Cole, which is a big fucking problem, because have you seen the name of the next PWG show? Black Cole's son. 
They named an event after Adam Cole and a awesome uh, Soundgarden. Now song. he's probably not going to be able to wrestle, huh? No, they're pulling them off. They're they're literally like you cannot go to these events. Events that have been put in place that they have booked that they have said yes, I will be there. And ROH has said no, you cannot do these shows anymore. Chikara did a storyline where they went out of fucking business for nine goddamn months. And before that, Delirious had been there forever. And he would do storylines, and he has this whole intertwined storyline with almost everyone. And now all of a sudden, since Sinclair Broadcasting has a stick up their fucking ass, they are pulling talents from these other smaller indie promotions who have said, yes, these people are going to be here on these dates. And people have already bought tickets. They've already made flyers and all this other shit. And it's just fucking annoying. And I understand they're under contract. I understand that. But all of a sudden, you're just like... And especially at the end of the year when everyone's running their big shows. That and the fact that you're pulling them to do nothing, too, as well. And (laughs) the fact that they're getting paid a dick from you to, you know... so. Sorry, somebody said, well, I'm sure that ROH is paying these... No, they're fucking not. If they were paying them well enough, they wouldn't be doing other indie bookings. Exactly. So you're not paying them well enough, so don't give me that bullshit. And you know what? I looked up because Final Battle's the same weekend as the season finale of Chikara. And I said, well, maybe Jimmy Jacobson, he's in an angle and he's wrestling. Maybe that's what it is. He's not even fucking wrestling, people. He's in the corner of a person that he's associated with. He's in the corner of a person that he's associated with. He's not even in a fucking match. Can most most of these guys get out of their contract quick? I would get out of my contract right away. Yeah, why wouldn't you? You would probably make more money on the indies. What, What does ROH offer? What do they offer? Oh, you'd be on 100 TV stations? Yeah. Oh, we'll lie to you about Michael Elgin being employed here? We'll dick around our employees? It's so fucking annoying. They don't bother to fucking uh, promote or really put anything into the product themselves. No. They don't invest in it at all. Their lighting and everything looks like shit. They don't give a fuck about, you know... (laughs) They're sitting on a gold mine and they don't even know it. And then they go and they fuck over their talent even more, which is not going to make your product any better. It's going to make it worse because now no one else is going to want to fucking work for you. Yeah. Oh, I'll I'll sign a contract with you. Oh wait, I can't work anywhere else. You're not. You're not even TNA ROH. Yeah. You're not even TNA. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. You're not even as popular. As total nonstop action, a fucking thing that had an aces and eights storyline <laughs> that went six months too fucking long and had Dixie <laughs> Carter as their main fucking villain on television. You're not even oh that fucking important. So I told you this last night. If this shit continues when they come here for WrestleMania weekend, I'm not buying their fucking tickets. Yep, Anytime are. I have an urge to even purchase something from ROH... I will go somewhere else and buy another independent promotions DVD because this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, bullshit. Jimmy Jacobs is not even fucking wrestling, and he's a main component in the Chikara storyline that's going on right now, and they can't even end it. They can't even end it properly. Like, if they said, hey, man, we can't do shows after the shows were booked, great, we could finish the storyline up, and then we'll move on from there. But they can't even fucking do that. Oh my it's God. fucking ridiculous. Oh, fuck you, ROH. Fuck you, Sinclair Broadcasting. Fuck you. In, but, you know, in some ways I do understand. Because they are contracted. No, fuck you. You're right. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. How fucking fuck yeah. dare you. I own like 50 of your fucking DVDs. <laughs> I'm pointing to them right now. It's true. And I want to fucking burn them to the fucking ground. <laughs> And you know what? It's very telling when Kevin Steen favorites a tweet that says, wow, thank God Kevin Kevin Steen is the king of getting out of situations before they get bad. True. Favorited. True. He saw that ship coming. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I feel a little better now. Did you rage? Yeah, I mean, Did you turn into Festus? (laughs) Festus. A.K.A. Sex Ferguson. 
Sex Ferguson, shout out. Sex Ferguson. I love that. I love Talking Shop. Yeah. It's just so fucking good. <laughs> Guys, listen to Talking Shop if you haven't. It's um, Carl Machine Gun Anderson and Luke Doc Gallows and Rocky Azuka Romero. Yeah. It's basically all of Bullet Club, and it's fucking hilarious. It's great. Yeah, do it. All right, Kyle. I guess now it's main event time. There we go. That was the pre-show main event. That was that was that was the match you were not expecting to be great, and it was just like, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> I don't know if they can top that. That was Savage Steamboat. That was Savage Steamboat. That's how, good but it not was. as rehearsed as much. <laughs> so it's time for the Survivor Series. Yeah. I'm not gonna loop the music as much this time Fuck because it. we talked for like 15 minutes, and I had to import the music every fucking like two minutes i was like oh my god <laughs> so we'll it really see. made it though it did shit i might have to do it again i don't know we'll see dun, 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 dun. it's so good it's <laughs> so good so this week we're gonna do two again and then i think that's it for us yeah right? this is it this is that's our, good to cap off our little survivor series month we've been doing here on the tornado tag the fantasy survivor series matches and let's and guys on this one if you want since it's the last one go to the forums yeah have a little debate about who you like whose team you like better you know exactly just, that's what it's there for or who would you have placed on the team exactly go to notlg.com and sign up for our forums join a conversation that's right that was, that was nice I like that so our first fantasy survivor series match is Kyle's team Team ECW. 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 Versus Team NWO. There we go. That was good. I like this little Rebels against Rebels. Rebel, Rebel. So, Kyle, you had Team ECW. I had Team NWO. Yeah. Would you like to do the honors? Sure. Team ECW. I tried to. I tried to run the gamut here. It was hard at ECW because I mean, they yeah. basically only had. I mean, they and this is eight. original run ECW yeah. people. Yeah, no, no W. No mummy. ECW. Okay. No zombies. No zombies. God damn it. Uh, team captain. Of course, he's the team captain because he's the franchise. Wow. Dean Douglas. Not even Shane. Oh, I put wow, Dean on you here. put Dean. <laughs> No, Shane's on here. Of course. Shane Douglas. I mean... Great ma- promo. Great promo. And if his forearm or arm wasn't broken for so long, I think we missed out on some, like... Great matches. Some we possible did. real great matches. But, man, he was a fucking great heel. Yes. He was nasty. He really, uh... I mean, he was the one who started the revolution, you yep. know? Very true. Another one who was there from the beginning... The suicidal, homicidal, genocidal, death-defying Sabu. One of my favorites. If you have a chance and you can go on the network, go back and watch some of the uh, first run of ECW Hardcore TVs. Because Sabu is really in his prime then. He's feeling good. He looks all crazy. But he is running around the ECW (laughs) literally running around the ECW arena like a fucking insane person. Is that when they had him in the straight jacket? And yeah. Bring him out? Well, he who was, was it? Would 911 bring him out? Yeah. he was. <laughs> they brought him out on, on the dolly. And they, yeah. Let had him the go whole Hannibal Electric thing. So good. Uh, there's also some other, you know, matches you can watch on the network from Sabu that are awesome. Uh, of course, Sabu's partner, Mr. fucking 420, Mr. Monday Night, Rob Van Damn. All right. I mean, pound for pound, you could say Rob Van Dam may be one of the best wrestlers of all time, if you want to make that argument. Yeah. Um, one of the most unique, at least. Yeah. And in ECW, the longest world television title reign of all time. I yeah. mean, that shit. I mean, he I remember. held it for the entire company. Yeah. I mean, he. I mean, that. I think at one point that title meant more than the world title. Yes. He had, he could have a match with anybody, and it was awesome. Those matches he had with Jerry Lynn are some of the best matches I've ever seen. Uh, the Dark Horse match of Rob Van Dam versus Balls Mahoney. Yeah, Anarchy Rules. 99. 99. Yeah. Yeah. You guys Great can check match. that out. They put that on last, I think, even. Yeah. 
And it was kind of like, what? And I was like, okay. It was so good. It was random, but fuck, they delivered, yeah. man. They delivered. Um, Another guy from the BK, the Red Hook section, Taz. My man, Taz. Shout out to Taz right now. I know he's listening. He's a big fan of the show. He, he told me never. Um <laughs> <laughs> Taz, big fan of his. Um, another guy who went through a couple different phases in yeah. ECW. Started the out as a Taz Maniac thing. Then went to Team Taz. The, really the uh, first like UFC-styled almost yeah. uh, wrestler in, 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 in professional wrestling. Uh, and then last but not least, this was a tough one. The fifth one's always the hardest one. I was going to go another way, but I felt like you just had to have him. The heart and soul of ECW. The innovator of violence, okay. Mr. Tommy Dreamer. Oh, my goodness. Tommy Dreamer. So you could have went a couple of ways there. I mean, you could have. Was the Sandman the other one? No, my other Ooh. one was going to be Raven. Oh, yeah. Raven, an ECW but, guy, probably would have made my ECW team. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there are a lot of guys you could have put in there. Yeah, I mean, it was tough. I was also thinking, I even thought about Mike Awesome for a second. And Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Terry I didn't Funk think about Terry Funk. Good one. Bam Bam was circling my list as well. Yeah, definitely. I loved his run in ECW. Yes. That was he was awesome. insane. Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good list. That's a pretty Let's good. See team. what the Pingelmeisters got now. So see, here's here's my NWO team, and it's the first three are obviously the most. So my team captain is Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Naturally, I mean you can you can't have Team NWO not have. Hollywood Hogan on it. Right. And of course, Scott Hall. There we go. And Kevin Nash. And we know all about those people. Yep. Now, the next two were a little tough because I could have went a couple of different ways, but I went with my heart. And inside my heart, there is madness. So my fourth person is the Macho Man Randy Savage. Madness time, huh? And then this is just a personal fa- favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fifth to round out Team NWO is Scott Norton. Wow, okay. I love Scott Norton. Scott Flash Norton. Yes, I, I'd always, for some reason, been a fan of his. Yeah, with the uh, the shoulder breaker. Yeah, and he's just a big tough motherfucker. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was cool. Now. Conan did circle my list because I think Conan's – and we've talked about this. Yeah. He's super underrated. Super underrated. Uh, Kurt Henning. The, yeah. The Giant. The I Giant, went with. Yeah. yeah. And even Virgil. I couldn't have. <laughs> Excuse me, Vincent. Vincent. <laughs> could have went with Vincent and I said no. No no, uh, Big Papa Pump, huh? No. You know what? I uh, No. But he was, yeah, he could have been one. Buff the Stuff. Buff the Stuff could have been one, too. Dusty Rhodes when he was in <laughs> for two seconds. Dusty Rhodes. The Great Muda was also there. Okay. Um, But, yeah, when I think NWO, I mean, it's so funny. When I think NWO, I think Scott Norton. But, hey, he was always there. And he, one of the first ones, too. Yeah. So that's my team. I think that would be very interesting. That would have been a nice little matchup there. Be a very different. strange, strange matchup. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to venture back into when wrestling was probably at one of its hottest points in time. We're going to yes, go back sir. to the 1990s. Folks. Bust out your flannel and your backwards jeans, everybody. And your fanny packs. Get them ready. So Team WCW versus Team WWF from the 90s. The 90s. And since... You went first last time. I will go first, and I had Team WWF, and clearly the leader of my team is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Of course, has to be uh, White Hot Run. Yeah, the man. Yeah, Austin three sixteen. Guys, that's all I gotta say. That's all you gotta say. The Rock would be. I've heard of him. I I know a couple of people have heard of good I old think Dwayne. He makes movies now. Dwayne, yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. his name is Dwayne. That's DJ. what they tell me. Dwayne Johnson, uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Okay, yeah. Now the last couple, and because we span the '90s, it's kind of hard to 
figure out who to put on this team. But my fourth person is Mankind. Wow, okay, yeah. Um, Just just because. Yeah, why not? Why not? And here is the shocker of all shockers. I think I might know. My Maybe. number five person is Leaf Cassidy. No. <laughs> I knew he would make it. My number five is The Undertaker. Okay. All right. I, personally, we all know. No, no trips? No trips. Yeah. Fuck. Trips, I'm yeah. sorry, buddy. Yeah. You didn't make the cut. You just weren't good enough, kid. <laughs> Back to NXT with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess you, you have to put Undertaker on there, right? Undertake, Undertaker through and through is WWE. Yeah. He has always been there, except for, you know, when he wasn't for a little while. But he's a mainstay. Yeah. He is a legend, and, you know, I can't really argue with that. So he would be on Team WWF for sure. That's a good one. Yeah. I think uh, I like I mean, you pretty much nailed Beat it. Beat that hot shot. <laughs> I like my WCW team a lot. And I because, have a feeling I will, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because I, I think I did. I, I treated it fairly, and I picked guys who really. You know what we didn't discuss? We didn't. We didn't discuss. Can guys from Team NWO be on Team WCW? We didn't discuss that. Oh, uh, I do have one. That's fine. But I it's don't not care. a very NWO-ish guy. That's fine. I have Fake Sting. He's my captain. Oh, Fake Sting. <laughs> he was good. My team WCW nineties team captain, the Stinger. Of course, still a WCW guy to this day. Yeah. Until until we maybe see WrestleMania, <laughs> WCW through and through, without a doubt. Yeah, that little early '90s run where he was still Blondie Stinger, yes. and then reinvented himself completely. Yep, and did the crow gimmick worked out fantastically. I heard that Scott Hall gave him that gimmick supposedly. Yeah, hey, uh, hey Stinger, you wanna you wanna be the crow? Huh? Did you ever see that movie, The Crow? So Sting, team captain. Yes. Another guy, kind of a sleeper. Some people like to think, really, WCW? But definitely WCW in the 90s. Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, my goodness. My favorite wow. year in WCW was 1992. Holy shit. And Ravishing I liked, Rick and, Rude. Yeah, and a lot of people in the early 90s thought wrestling was in a transitional phase. And it was, but yeah. sometime in those transitional phases... You get some really cool shit that goes under the radar. Just like they did when WWE was in a transitional stage with Hulk coming over. Yes. The whole merger when Hulk and Rock did their whole thing. WWE was like not at the height, but it was still popular. Yeah. So Rick Rude had a great feud with Sting. Yes, for the U.S. and heavyweight? Yeah. Just, yeah. Like, I think it was even like the North American title yes. or something like that as well. <laughs> they had so many titles back then. Oh, my God. Six-man tag. Part of the Dangerous Alliance. Yes. The leader of the Dangerous Alliance, besides Pauly. Yeah. Uh, so Rick Rude's my number two. Number three, one of my favorite big men of all time, Vader. Big Van Vader. Big Van Vader. Leon I was just talking about Leon, Leon White himself. Today. Well, Leon, he's gonna be at WrestleCon this year. That'll be cool. Uh, Vader just always in WCW. He is he had just amazing matches in WCW. Him and Cactus Jack's feud was just fucking. Him and Sting's feud. That yeah. was one of the first pay per views I ever bought. Was Sting versus Vader in the Super uh, Brawl, strap right? match? Yeah. Super Brawl three. Yeah, he was awesome. Harley Race's manager. He yes. was just a mean oh, sob. Man. Good stuff. One of my favorite baby faces in WCW of all time, Mr. Yoga himself, <laughs> DDP. All right. Uh, when he was uh, making that run and he was doing the diamond cutter from everywhere, yes. he, I remember when he did it on, on the Giant, when he propped him up on the top of the turnbuckle. Yeah. He did it, and I was like, holy shit. Yes. Jeans wearing DDP was Jeans my favorite. He had the ribs yes, taped up. Yes, the ribs up. taped up. Basically, WCW, NWO Revenge, DDP. Like yes. That whole era, like 98, I yeah. want to say. He was just on fire. So DDP. cool. Shout out to DDP. And my fifth, kind of like your fifth, even though I'm not so much of a super fan of this guy, I think you've got to put him on, and he's definitely WCW. Goldberg. Goldberg. I mean, 
He was WCW created. Yes. He was WCW through and through. Mm-hmm. And he was the mo- you could argue say probably WCW's most popular guy they ever created. Besides Sting, maybe? I argue. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's, he's up there. He's, yeah. If not one, he's 1A. Exactly. You yeah. know? So, I mean. Uh, That's a pretty good team. I like it. I mean, I think uh, I, like, I think that, that team could rumble pretty good. Yeah. Huh? Oh, yeah. That would be a fun one to watch. Yeah, that, that would have been a good that one. That would be great. But alas, never happened. Thus why it is a fantasy. That's right. So I think that's it for us this week. You can yeah. uh, follow the show on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Team Hate. And you can follow Kyle on Twitter. At KyleHunt00. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page. Just search Tornado Tag Radio and like our page there. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, please. That would be cool if you could do that. That would be great. Please do that. And if you don't know how to subscribe to us on iTunes, just go to notlg.com and click on our page. And there's a little button there. You can click on it and subscribe. There you go. So that's pretty cool. And once again, a shout out to the Live Wires. Yeah, for our awesome music that that brings us to the ring and lets us fight our battles against Sinclair Broadcasting. That's right. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow the Live Wires, you can follow them on Twitter at your Live Wires, and that's Y O U R underscore Live Wires. Or you can just go to the website, which is the damn and if you like their song and would like to hear other songs you can either go to spotify which mm-hmm. is a great program if you do not have it you can listen to their entire album on there or you can go to amazon and just type in what fuzz live wires and it comes up digital copies 899 folks go check it out great album guys very very good so uh kyle i think that's it for us so let's do it ring the bell Living Peak.